Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 239. Hi, guys. I'm joined this week by Michael Venom Page, who I've been saying I'm going to have on for a bit. I'm a big fan of, so it's exciting that this one is is here. Um, before I get into it, for any of you that aren't MMA fans, this is still a great listen for you, I promise. Michael has come up very much his own way um, and has made a hell of an impact through creativity. Through, I mean, his in-ring performances have been amazing, but he's found he's really found a way of going viral outside of the UFC, who, um, if you're not a fan of mixed martial arts, you will probably have heard of the UFC. So, in fact, a lot of people think the sport is called a UFC. A UFC is kind of the biggest company. Bellator, where Michael is now, is like the, the next biggest, um, unless you believe all the lies that 1FC uh, feed the financial papers. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know anything about that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a hell of a chat about, yeah, a lad coming up from, from, from very little and having discipline and being excited about all that's ahead. So you're going to enjoy this one, I promise you. But for those of you that are MMA fans, whoo! Did you watch this weekend's UFC? Ye gads. Man, that was a good... The co-main and main. It was the 25th anniversary of the first ever Ultimate Fighter. And I feel the co-main and main could not have been better for for that. Um, I'm going to give some spoilers here. It's, I mean, you listen to this earliest Wednesday, though, so you should be up to date. The co-main saw Donald Cowboy Cerrone as an underdog bizarrely against Mike Perry and Cowboy has been in this sport for years and his is his his all-round game is amazing his his work ethic is fantastic and Mike Perry is a, a, was the favorite is young is explosive um great skill set developing skill set you know i think he's got a lot of the way on the fact that he's kind of nuts <laughs> he'll just go out there and swang and bang as they say um but that's again, that's not hating at all. His skill set is de- is de- developing constantly. His 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 hooks are as yeah and nasty. Um, yeah, he's got a lot. But it was the beautiful kind of thing of the young, ferocious guy against the old old cowboy. Um, and cowboy illustrated that you know skill, skill and technique over everything. There was a point towards at the end of the fight where. Uh, Mike Perry, the the kind of the bigger, the bulkier, you'd say, stronger guy, had him in had side control, was you know fully in position to start raining down some elbows or some strikes or to it wasn't open, but to pressure his way into mount. Cowboy had his uh, his leg crossed, um, defending that. But again, he was in prime position and with with the slightest of movements. Um, Cowboy managed to sweep him and end up high up in in uh, inside control with the option of full mount there, but choosing to chase um, submissions and, and more tr- a, tr- a transition from side to try and take his back, to let him try and wriggle and take his back, maintaining wrist control, uh, which is obviously key there. Um, he kind of chose, he chose wrist control over position, aware that wrist control would give him uh, 
someone of his ability advantage in any position. So yeah, that was kind of that was awesome. And then he pulled off a hell of a hell of an armbar and then went and got his newborn child from the crowd um, who had cowboy boots on, a, a little baby with ear protectors on, a full cowboy outfit essentially, um, a belt buckle of cowboys. Uh, bad motherfucker branch, uh, ranch which is his training facility um his child's middle name is danger G- genuinely he's called his child he's given his child the middle name of danger i love cowboy's Road. and then he held him up as if it was the lion king it's beautiful um I-, I feel the production team mr trick in quickly jumping on spotify or wherever and playing the lion king theme in celebration but yeah that was a fantastic co-main and then we get to the main event which was just next level um it shows the development of the sport this was what people got into the sport for because it was a brutal but back and forth slugfest but the technique was ridiculous yair rodriguez is amazing essentially you had someone in yair again on paper everyone a lot of people were more excited for this than when the original fight was announced which was uh, Frankie Edgar against uh, the Korean Zombie because Frankie's great but Yair against um, the Koreans as as a zombie I'm blanking on his name I've got his t-shirt and everything Yang Sung I keep thinking Park but that's a footballer Um, Jung yeah yeah Yang Sung Jung in Yair you've got someone that can throw any strike that you can imagine, like in a computer game or anything, any strike that you can imagine, he can throw them. And in the Korean zombie, you've got someone who can take any strike that he can imagine and also throw a lot of his own uh, beastly technical shots and and, and, and and a few haymakers in there as well. And it was amazing. It, it, it was five rounds of just two guys going for it. And again, I think people, I think they highlighted it on commentary, but you really need to know this took place in Denver, that's a mile high, you know. That's um, that means cardio should be a struggle, and these guys went hard for five rounds, and literally, right at the buzzer at the end of the five rounds, Yair threw an elbow that I've never seen before. The Korean zombie was coming at him and swarming him, and Yair ducked down and threw his elbow backwards and upwards. Like or it was more around actually. It's not upwards. Upwards is it's upwards, but it's kind of say you're. <laughs> I'm going to make you do this. You're leaning forward and you're facing the ground. You've got your arm across your chest, and then you swing it up, and that elbow is spinning round. And he caught him clean and knocked him out cold. And it was man, it was amazing. It's got to be knockout of the year. Anyone arguing otherwise is a damn fool. Um, I'll shut up now because this is a long and rambly talk but there'll be more of this on the drunk cast we're going to be recording the drunk cast soon also actually if you're into mma talk and you don't already listen to the the fights gone by podcast by jack slack then you are jack slacking my friend um it's my favorite mma podcast i think jack's a beast if you're new to mma you know there's also i also enjoy brendan sharbs both of his podcasts and chow sonnen's podcast they're more your mainstream hype things up, uh, maybe make some slightly outrageous predictions or takes because it gets things going. Jack is just incredibly knowledgeable, incredibly salty, 
Um, I thoroughly enjoy him. So yeah, check out the Fights Gone By podcast with Jack Slack or Jack Slack MMA. I think he is on. I can't think. It's Jack Slack on on Twitter. Um, it's worth a follow and worth a listen. Um, let's get into this podcast. Before we do, I need to tell you that there was some sound problems. I recorded the whole podcast, and we were recording it in a little cafe above the gym that he works out of just beside Wembley uh, Stadium and Arena, actually. And I sent, I got home, I converted it, I sent it to Buddy Peace. And it was a week where I was recording six podcasts in that week. So a week or two later, I got a message off Buddy saying, um, there's nothing there. And I checked and there was nothing there. But thankfully, after the Ben and Jerry's episode a while back, I now always carry a backup recorder that's recording a backup of the conversation. So thankfully I checked it and the sound quality is all right, you know. It doesn't sound that bad, so I'm really pleased with that. But yeah, just to warn you, it's not my usual kit. Buddy Peace is a wizard. In fact, shout out to Buddy Peace if you are a podcaster and you need someone on your team, uh, production-wise, editing, all that kind of thing. Buddy Peace is your man. He's on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that. Um, He's worked his wizardry to make a single recorder put on a a desk in between us in the middle of a cafe with uh, building work going on and people coming in and out. He's made it sound as good as you're about to hear. So apologies for the technical hiccup, but I'm so pleased that you've still got a podcast to hear. Um, I should also mention we are brought to you as ever by Speech Development. Oh, I've got two more things to tell you. God damn it. Oh, I've got a big one to, t- to tell you, actually. It's going to be a, a long intro. As, I'll go quick, quick on this one. We're brought to you as ever by com. Please head over there and buy some stuff in the lead up to Christmas. I really appreciate it. You can get the signed Distraction Pieces book. Would make a great Christmas guest, gift. And other Distraction Pieces stuff and Pip stuff and signed stuff and all sorts. So head to com. There's a thing on TV on Sunday. Let me get the details up. I've done... I worked the other week, and I'm going to talk more about this in the future because it was a weird and emotional week. But I've worked with the British Stammer on cue, the British Stammering Association, and the BBC on a program. It's, it's it's a short. It's like it's ten minutes, or it's it's less than ten minutes. It's going out on s- s- Sunday, the 18th of November, which is this coming. Sunday. It's also the birthday of Sage Francis. Um, it's going to be on, on, on BBC One at um, one fifty-five pm, thirteen fifty-five um, on Sunday. If you can tune in and watch it, I'd appreciate it. It's something that means a lot to me. Anyone who listens to the podcast a lot will know. You know, spoiler alert: I've got a stutter, um, and I've had it since the age of four. And we talk about that a bit. It's going to be on again on on November. 21st on BBC Two at, at 1pm but um, the main airing is this coming Sunday the 18th at 1.55 um, I appreciate if you can tune in but if you can't ch- uh, tune in I will be sharing the iPlayer link and yeah as you know man I love you guys I love how much you guys support the important issues that are raised on the podcast um, this is obviously one that's 
pretty important to me. So I hope you'll share and give it some shout-outs and whatever else. Anyway, off of the, the heavy stuff, we are back with the We Are Lizards Club Night at the Book Club, Saturday the 24th of November. It's our last run of the year, and because of that, we've, we've just gone crazy with the guests. We normally have one guest DJ, and we booked that in, in Jags Kuna, who's been on the Off The Beat and Track podcast, is a bit of a legend. But then we thought, no, it's our last run of the year. So we also booked Lindy Layton, who's one of my favourite live DJs and just a legend. Because it's our last run of the year, so two guests seems appropriate, right? Yeah, well, we don't get down with appropriateness because we we went and booked a third guest. We went and grabbed Santiro, who I think he's only played for us once, and he instantly felt like part of the gang, perfect for what we put on and do. So, yeah. November 24th at the book club. You can reserve tables or buy tickets in advance from the book club's website, or you can just get your name on the queue jump list by sending your name to info at the trash society.com. So do that. Book club, 8 p.m. till 3 a.m. Uh, and it's free before 9 p.m. I never mentioned that because I kind of just want your money, but it's free before 9 p.m. So be aware of that. Um, obviously, if you enjoy this episode, I've previously had R- Rory McDonald on. I've had Dan Hardy on twice. And the drunk casts often have a lot of, of MMA talk, and there's been a whole load of them. Oh, we, oh, we also did me, Chris, and Sam Marshall did a breakdown after one of of, of, of Connor's fights, I think it was. Oh, and uh, sorry, I've left off Mark, Mark Goddard earlier this year, a favourite of mine. Mark Goddard, in my opinion, the best ref in MMA, so go and yeah, go and check out uh, the previous MMA guests on the podcast. Um, on with the podcast. This is episode two hundred and thirty-nine of the Distraction Pieces podcast with the one and only Michael Venom Page. Right, I'm joined today by Michael Venom Page, MVP. Yes. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. Good, good, good. Excited. Uh, we've been talking about doing this for a while, haven't we? Oh, so, man, I know, I know. It's just been so busy. No, but it's good. It's always... I say this a lot. It's always about finding the right time yeah, yeah. to talk about it. And there was a period... I mean, we'll get into all of this, but, 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 but it was a period where you were kind of in between fights for mm-hmm. a long time. There was a lot of different stuff going on, so... I'd always rather talk at the point that we can talk, yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than the point where there's a lot of, a lot well, of yeah. we'll find out about that later. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always tough whenever I have an MMA guest on because it's an industry and world that moves so quickly. Yeah. So because the podcast will be out in a few weeks yeah, or a month, yeah, 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 yeah. a lot will have changed. Uh, yeah, but, definitely. you know, we can talk now. Um, how's it all going at the moment? You kind of, you've finally had it announced who your next opponent yeah, is yeah, yeah. Someone and it's someone chasing. you've wanted for a minute <laughs> so how's that feel now to be kind of have that target no 100 like, exciting it just felt but it just always feels like there's always some kind of barrier in the way of this happening although i know it's coming yeah um but it, it just feels like it's it's been coming for a long I was time say, it's looked like it's yeah. the obvious fight for uh-huh, yeah. three or four for, fights exactly exactly and um on the other side, you know, the other camp, it's been turned down a few times. 
and now it's actually being confirmed there's other things that are now <laughs> slowing everything down yeah um at the moment we're waiting to confirm the date which was supposed to be uh november sometime yeah which is going to be you know really excited i thought that'd be a perfect time but um bellator and i think uh the zone are having a bit of a, a back and forth on where the fight should take place or they were oh, um oh, what do you think on that because it's an interesting one. It's, it's something I find interesting because obviously you've got a big following in the, the UK live-wise, mm. but you've done a lot of fights in the UK. You've been loyal to your fan mm-hmm. base. MMA is hugely a US yeah. sport and market, mm-hmm. so I can understand how at some point it's reasonable to want you to go and fight on their time zone. Because mm-hmm. then that's, that's essentially what it is. It's time zone. Yeah, it's, it's where the argument is. 100%. Is, they're not going to get a lot of pay-per-views mm-hmm. or, or however. Six hours later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Middle yeah. of the night over there. Whereas yeah. over here, mm-hmm. are we used to that mm-hmm. and we're willing to stay yeah. up till yeah. six hours. It's, it's true. So, it's more a case of this is kind of being built on home soil. The, yeah. whole, the whole thing's being built it's over here. Too, too British. You know, right. it's the it's, first there's, time. There's going to be the right fight to go abroad. Exactly. But, exactly. And, and that's, my, that's my point. There's always going to be another fight yeah. that can go abroad. This is something that is not going to come round again yeah. very, very often. Yeah. Because it's going to be more a case of, um, look how long, like, well, I think you can actually call it quite a historical fight in the sense that no two British fighters have ever caused this much noise no. in an MMA, in an in, in MMA sense. Yeah, yeah? Um, agree. And to take that away from the UK just feels like it's a bit of a waste of a, yeah. an opportunity there. And this yeah. is why I feel it only does, this fight only makes sense in the UK. Yeah, the atmosphere will be absolutely insane. Yeah. It's it's one of the things, and again, I've got a, a, a load of, of notes, and we'll go back and forth from childhood mm. to now to in mm. between. But one of the things that the first time I caught you fight live was against Cyborg, mm-hmm. and you were headlining that, mm-hmm. despite your placement on the card. Mm-hmm. You like just seeing you walk out and the roar of the yeah. crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's important for whoever is watching. One hundred percent. So. If it's in the UK, Americans watching it will be able to see how big a deal it is, mm-hmm. how big a fight it yeah. is, rather than it being another fight on a card. Exactly, exactly. And I've always said that. It's funny because every time I've, uh, especially in the UK, any time I've been fighting, they've always put somebody, you know, uh, as the head bill. But for yeah. me, it's never, it's never, a lot of people get annoyed by those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never fussed me because I was, <laughs> I've always said I'm the main event regardless. If yeah. you put me in the UK, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter who you put after me yeah you know it's the the atmosphere will drop as soon as i leave yeah and and, and it both times it's happened yeah exactly the same thing uh i've come in and you see the everything lift and then you know i even me i've kind of got changed you know excited about the win walk back out and i'm like where the hell has everybody gone and there's still fights going on mate it's a mad one (laughs) on uk mma anyway because that is really a, a a thing and you're the extreme version of it but i've been to to Bama events or whatever else, which I, I rate. Early, early days of Bama, mm. I didn't rate it. Mm. I'd go and feel the, the quality wasn't there. But yeah. it, it's raised hugely yeah, in recent years. Yeah. I think it's amazing now. But, but I'll go to some of them, and the atmosphere in the prelims will be amazing because mm. there's, there's some, some local, local fighters, yeah, yeah, their yeah, boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that guy's won or lost, mm. and they've all fucked off. Mm-hmm. And it's mad. It's, it's On UFC cards and, and Bellator cards, all sorts of cards, I've seen it so many times that the main event is one of the tamer 
yeah. crowd reaction yeah. things. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like a battle of the bands where mm. everyone's yeah. got their own, own fans <laughs> yeah. along and you're told, oh, you're headlining. Yeah. So, that means everyone will have left because yeah. their mates will have played. So, but it's, it's weird, weird enough, it's a... It's something that I, 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 I get annoyed with, you know, the, um, say the British crowd in terms of just sporting events that they should, if you're coming to an event, just yeah. stay for the event. Instead Completely. of like, even when like my own friends and family will contact me like, oh, what time are you on? Yeah. Or are you coming to the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to know what time you're fighting. Well, then just come to the show and watch the show. Or, like, or we've bumped into each me. other numerous times and it's because Bellator or UFC or, or whoever or Bama have often like, I looked after me, which is nice, and put mm. me in the good seats or whatever. Mm. But the thing I like about, or the thing that the, the buzzes me and my mates about the VIP areas or whatever is, we've got the whole place to ourselves because we're there for the first fight. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what we. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Yet a lot of that kind of crowd will be coming down just for the just main for, event, yeah, yeah. maybe the co-main. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's mad, right? I think, yeah, I just, don't, I just think, yeah, I think it's stupid. There's, there's a lot. Or an example of this, and it's funny. He's become a, a very close friend of mine. Um, and he was running my fan page. So he set up this fan page and, uh, you know, it just started taking off. And I, saw, I noticed a couple of things that he posted. I found it funny, liked one of them. He responded straight away, yeah. started following it. We got talking. Long story short, he ended up doing a lot of work for me. And, and, and up till now, he's doing a lot of work for me and, uh, and helps me out uh, massively. But it's funny. He said he, you know, he became a fan of mine. But he, like I'd say, I think about four fights in. But he said he was at my first fight. And I was like, so, and you never saw me at the first fight. He's like, weird enough, one of his friends is an MMA fighter. Yeah. And he came earlier and had seen his friend and then yeah. left. Yeah. And then I've walked in, Mr. Nobody at the time in terms of the MMA. Yeah. Hit this kick that's gone viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, but I was there. <laughs> and, you know, you could have been Just a part of yeah, that yeah, moment. Yeah, completely. You know what I mean? And you've kind of lost out on the opportunity because, you know, you've only focused on one thing. And it's, in, in a show, I'd prefer to stay for the show and just watch. Just watch. Because there's always going to be up and coming people that you're going to want to pay attention to uh, later and on. That's the point. Yeah. Do you think it's because in Britain we've been brought up on, on boxing? And boxing cards are generally, here's your main fight. Yeah. And then they don't do much underneath 100%, it. 100%, I'd say. So yeah. MMA, though... And you can love or hate, hate the UFC. What they've done from day one is go, well, we're the UFC. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a headliner, but the quality is going to be yeah, there yeah, for yeah. You're here for the event. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's like in America or Brazil, it'll be quite busy from quite early on yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vegas is probably the worst for it, but overall, mm. people know, well, go and get your money's worth, right? Well, I, I also think they have a better understanding of what they're watching. Yeah. Where over here, as you say, the... That the you know the community the English community in terms of watching MMA yeah. are very boxing orientated so yeah, they don't maybe. understand the jiu-jitsu they don't understand the wrestling therefore they don't care for it yeah so they're not interested in potentially watching a lot of grappling before you know whoever they come to want to 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 want to watch yeah you know so with with you know the Brazilian crowds the American crowds they have a lot more it seems like they have a lot more understanding of what they're watching. And that improves your enjoyment. A hundred percent. So that improves what that you now enjoy. You can see what's going on. And to be fair, I can say I was one of those people as well. Well before I got into MMA, uh, I would watch it. And the second I, you know, fell to the floor, I'd, I'd switch off. I could, yeah. I could clean, just change the channel, not be yeah, interested yeah, yeah. at all. I was one of those ignorant, uh, you know, kind of minds uh, when it came to the MMA. I only wanted to, because I was a kickboxer, I only really wanted to watch anybody striking. Yeah. So for me, the only person I actually watched um, was Chuck Liddell. Yeah. Um, because he was just known for knocking people out. Yeah. 
um, and Tito Ortiz only because of Chuck Liddell, yeah, because yeah, of their yeah, yeah, beef. Yeah, 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 so outside of that, I didn't really watch anybody uh, until, until I started. Because that was the era in the UK that it started to come over here more because yeah. you could get the DVDs and HB. Exactly. I, was, I was working in, in HB at that time mm-hmm. and I remember seeing Chuck Tito and Shamrock Tito mm-hmm. and seeing them DVD cases and going, oh, what's this? Then putting it on and having Lawler not Tiki into a, yeah. another planet. <laughs> Things like that on there yeah, and just yeah. being like, what is, what is this, this? Yeah. But then yeah, it yeah. does, it takes a while. The more you educate yourself on it, the, the more, more you enjoy it. Because I remember being, got, after, you know, coming to the London Shoot Fighters and learning the Jiu-Jitsu and stuff, I could see more of what was happening while they were on the floor just yeah. because I could see the transitions and yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's funny because I was with uh, one of my friends who was at a jiu-jitsu event. Um, it, was a, it was a mixed event. I think it was probably one of um, Joe Long's events where he had multiple different arts in at the same time. So I was watching the jiu-jitsu and I was like, oh, he's nearly got this. He's, not, oh, he's nearly got that. And my friend's looking at me like, what the hell do you see? Because yeah, yeah. I can't see what you see, but... I'm now stuck in this fight. Yeah. And I didn't know who it was that was on the floor, but I was like, oh, he's nearly got it. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah. Okay, he's, he's just transferred. Okay, now he's safe. And my friend was just looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. But I, could, I remember being in his place at one point. And I do get that. If, I, if you educate yourself more, then you will enjoy it I, a lot more. I couldn't agree more. I was exactly the same of just tuning in for blood and sweat, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And then years on... <laughs> The last time I bumped into you was at a Polaris event. Yeah. And they were, like, I was on my feet constantly because yeah. now you know that. You understand. It's, it's a weird one. I've, I don't mention any training I've ever done much on the podcast just because people assume I've done a, a load if I mention yeah, it. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to go to a Gracie bar hunt near me. I rolled at 10th Planet a couple of times in mm-hmm. LA. Mm-hmm. But all of that was just to improve my viewing yeah. enjoyment. Yeah, and yeah, genuinely, yeah. it's like once you've actually held it yeah, yeah. seen that oh right that yeah. actually moves like that that's yeah, tougher yeah, yeah, yeah. it now means I can enjoy it more so I was never rolling to to get good yeah, to get yeah. amazing yeah, like, yeah. I want to understand, you understand what's going on but you, as much as you're improving your understanding of what you're watching so you enjoy it yeah. but you also appreciate more what they're doing 100%, so many people yeah, are like just stand up just do this and you're like it's not as simple as that yeah. <laughs> it's not as simple as that he's got you know he's holding his wrist or he's doing this and those are the details that if you're not aware of yeah. it does look like well just mate just stand up why would you just stay Completely. there while he's lying on you and when <laughs> I rolled the 10th planet I, I remember that afterwards I was talking to a mate and I was saying all I could do the whole time was try and stop them doing whatever they were doing. <laughs> yeah. I could make no offence. I was literally, I was like, if he had tried really hard to not put me in a guillotine, I would have put my own head in there just thinking, well, I've got to do whatever he's not wanting to do. And it was just, yeah, that appreciation of like, I'm just surviving yeah. here. And yeah, and you realise how difficult that is, you know, how hard it is to even just be, that. that's just one aspect of the martial arts yeah. that they're doing in there. Yeah. And then, you know, you learn how to do wrestling, you learn all the other stuff. You're like, mate, this is very difficult. Yeah. So, you can, this is why I say I hate when people call other people cans. Yeah. Just for the sake of saying, oh, because you're, you're, you know, you're maybe better than them in, in one area. Because I'm yeah. like, regardless, even if that person, even if you, you know, in, in, on that day, I was, I, you know, I bested that person. Yeah. It was comfortable, regardless. He's put in a lot of work to even be in that situation 100% and it's not easy yeah. it's not easy at all so I feel like you take away from the people that are you know doing big things real in the cage work. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. real work because you're like well you're not, you know, you wasn't up to scratch on that particular day yeah. you know do you mean? feel that coming from a specialist area and then learning more broadly gives you 
that advantage. So if, you, if you're starting from square <coughs> one and you're learning all facets of MMA, yeah. you're going to take a longer time to get to an elite level of any facets of MMA. Whereas, as I mean, let, let's talk about you're kind of in your youth, you were a kickboxing mm-hmm. A prodigy, the, like your whole family, your dad and brothers are all medalists yeah. in yeah. kickboxing. So mm. that's been from day one, right? Yeah. Like, how old were you starting? Kind oh, of? three. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just that's just in my blood. It's yeah. Just, uh, the bloodline, um, and on both sides of my family. So my mum used to compete as well. Wow. Dad competes. Uh, was my instructor. So I got my uncles and aunties on my mum's side, uncles and aunties on my dad's side. Like everybody did it. Yeah. It was just it, it, the the era when you know. Uh, the Chinese movies hit the UK scene. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, took yeah, over. Yeah. So I actually started in. Everyone says kickboxing, but I started in Laga Kung Fu. Right. That was the yeah, first yeah, thing yeah. I started in because at the time, all my uncles and aunties, my mum and dad, there was like Friday night cinema. They said they used to go, and then when you came out, you just wanted to be a martial artist. Yeah, like you yeah. just wanted to, you know, go and put in the work, and then you'd find whatever local gym, and then yeah. you know. And at the time, it was the the karate had already taken over beforehand, but then when the kung fu came, and everyone wanted to be a kung fu master. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, yeah. that was their era. Yeah. And, you know, they started in that. And then I took up from, from Kung Fu first and then, you know, built my way into the kickboxing. It's, it's great so as well because particularly for kids, number one, I'm someone who believes that self-defense is a really important thing mm-hmm. to teach kids, particularly in an ever-intimidating uh, world yeah. or, or, or vo- volatile world, yeah, let's yeah. say. But as much as anything, it's fun. Yeah. And 100%. it's good exercise. That's yeah, kind of the thing. It's hard to get kids to exercise. And again, it's a big problem in the UK, in the West in general, yeah, yeah, to yeah. get kids to exercise. If you're saying, go and spend an hour doing these kicks, and mm-hmm. even if at a young age they're not doing it that good mm-hmm. and they're learning their cutters or, or exactly. whatever else, it's like, it's energetic <laughs> and it's, it's making you exercise and making you like learn a discipline. Look at like, you know, the, the, the Thai kids. Like they, yeah. <laughs> some of them Mate. just shredded to pieces. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're enjoying what they're doing. Obviously, you can argue a case of... Uh, you know, full contact with, with, with the younger ones. Yeah. But aside of that, they're just the training that they're having to do in schools. Yeah. yeah. And even down to look at the Americans with the wrestling and how big wrestling is in the American systems yeah. and how many, how, some of this, there's got like, there's actors I've met and there's, there's multiple people that I've met that you would never even imagine that they used to. Yeah. But they know, they know and understand all of that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because they were raised in that kind of sport. And I would love to have had that in P. You yeah. know, have something where I can express that outside of, no, not just not just outside of school, but inside school, continue that, you know, with my friends and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's massively important. Massively Definitely. important. Definitely. Um, and my goddaughters both do a jiu-jitsu and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause again, I was, I was kind of talking to them, their mum, and I always remember hearing Eddie Bravo say that if he had a daughter, mm-hmm. he'd want them to learn jiu-jitsu. Because yeah. jiu-jitsu isn't strength-based, isn't size-based, and... To be really grim and dark, if someone is on top of you, yeah, you know how to do. Jiu-jitsu is a good one to have to kind of learn that. Because again, the sad thing is, with any stand-up, you could get really good, but if you're in an outside brawl types, a a no rules situation, if there's a bigger dude Mm. and he can pile on top, there's obviously there's variation of control and things like that. If he can pile on top, then it's it's a mess. But again, wrestling in America and things like that, and. BJJ in, in, in Brazil, Brazil. Is, it, it's, it, for me it's just it, it's important I think they, they, they need to doctor and I, I think the only time in the UK that they uh, remember to do more sports in schools is after the Olympics yeah. and it happens yeah, yeah. the same way every single time the Olympics come and we're like you know what we could be better at our sports let's invest in kids yeah. and then a year later they're like ah this is just not <laughs> yeah, and then they just fall if off again if there's a brief period where there's a British 
tennis player doing yeah, well. Exactly. Tennis, everyone, everyone, tennis I remember everyone. having a tennis <laughs> racket. Being, I had a Don Andre yeah. that I got for my birthday. <laughs> being crazy excited. I've not. I've probably played twice after yeah. that. But it was like it was the big thing at that it's point. A, it's a buzz, and I, I think they they could keep it keep that going. But you know, to ask, answer your question, with you know, do I think it's uh, important to have? in terms of going into MMA. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't believe it, I, I used to think it gives you more advantages until you see a lot of the people nowadays are learning MMA yeah. and being amazing at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think like, so like Dominic Cruz, he's, I love watching him. Like yeah. He's unbelievable. And I think he started in MMA. Yeah. He didn't start in anything specific. Or, or previous guests. Rory McDonald is an example it's, it's of that. Another, he, he came an up as an, that, MMA as an MMA athlete. Exactly. And and has topped the game yeah. as an MMA athlete. He's yeah. probably one of the most feared out there as an MMA athlete. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. hard for me to then turn around and say, well, yeah, but, you know, if he started in something specific. Yeah. No, because I think MMA now is its own sport. Yeah, completely. Like, as in it's its own art. Yeah. Um, learning how to... Um, incorporate I'd say the you know three arts obviously you can do multiple arts but learn how to incorporate a stand up to transition into a, a, a takedown to transition into a ground art mm-hmm. is now an art in itself yeah and I think nowadays because so many people are you know MMA is um, so much bigger now yeah you can start as an MMA uh, athlete yeah. and be amazing uh, in anyone, so in, in, or, or all of them, and you can always find an area within it that you special. Like, exactly. There's always going to be, gonna that. be something, something you find more like, fun. Oh, that's my natural. Exactly, you might you might click to. Yeah, you know what I mean. But there are still advantages to just being in, and I think it means in terms of maybe how quick you might climb up a ladder. Yeah. Because you've already got some kind of foundation. You already understand how to take in information. Even for me, I found it easier to um, you know transition over just because. It felt the same. I'm just learning newer techniques. Yeah, yeah. If you're not, you've I mean, already come up in that I've caught, discipline. Exa- exactly. Here's how we learn. Exactly. Something. So even when I like, sometimes you know, people we're just practicing certain roles and this and that, and I can do it quite quickly and quite yeah. comfortably. And other people, I'm seeing struggle, and I'm like, this this seems quite easy. Yeah. But yeah. it's only because I've done. I understand movement. Yes. Yeah. And I've I've worked on one aspect of movement, and I understand my body well enough to then translate that into other other forms. And I'm sure there's going to be there's going to be it's going to be certain individuals that can do it better for whatever reason yeah, they're just sure. more coordinated whatever. But it, it, it probably does help in you know learning the rest. But sometimes it's almost like when you've already driven a car before you've taken your license. Yeah. You have bad habits as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, it's, of and it's very hard to unlearn natural yeah. habits. It's very difficult to unlearn yeah, natural yeah, habits. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, so there's there's going to be advantages and disadvantages. I think to it's, it's, it's why we've had. So few or no transitions from boxing into MMA because exactly. it's such a great discipline. But footwork-wise and stance-wise, it doesn't translate from MMA to karate. Translates more yes. and can, all sorts yeah, of different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thai, there's it's an easier transition. Yeah. But boxing is one that is so very hard difficult. To they, they they generate so much power from their feet. And they're very planted, which yeah. means I can take you down very comfortably. Yeah. And if I low kick you, and you, <laughs> one, you haven't felt that kind of sensation before, yeah. Yeah. it's uh, it's horrible because your stance is so wide because that's how you generate power. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a struggle for boxers to come on. As you say, I think that's the reason why they haven't so far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's not going to be someone in there, and because look, if you look at it like um, you know, the like of uh, Dylan White. Yeah. 
he's he's got an MMA fight in his in his uh he's one and zero in MMA. Right. I didn't even know that. He trained in London shoot fighters. Oh really? So he's one and zero in MMA. Yeah. He did kickboxing I think before that. Yeah. So let, now he's in boxing. So let's say him now deciding from boxing, say, you know what? I actually want to get back in and, you know, because his body's familiar, Yeah. he may actually translate yeah. better than someone that has only done boxing. Completely. You see what I mean? So I think there's a possibility that if someone was to decide to come back and if they had done something, in, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, before, yeah. They, it would work. Because it's also, it's key to have the respect for the other art forms as well and that's the thing that I think restricts a lot of people from crossing over yeah. because there, there is a lot of people who are very much oh, boxing is an art form and MMA is savage or, or, yeah, or yeah, else. Yeah, of like, course. and again I'll have people <coughs> get angry at me because I'll say I can't enjoy boxing as much because of how limited it is mm. and I don't mean that as an insult I literally mean you've got two options of where to punch someone essentially yeah. you've got the head, yeah, and, the the head body, and body and yeah. you've only got, got one option of how to do it you've yeah, got your yeah. hands yeah that's limited. Yeah. That's not disrespecting it. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah, yeah. art form. It's te- technical. But yeah. in MMA, you've got three options yeah. of where to hit because yeah. you bring the legs in. You've got Multiple four options, options of, of, yeah, how of, to of finish. Limbs yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, no, obviously elbows and knees. So mm. Obviously, yeah, the mm. eight, eight limbs. Um, and then you've got the, the ground game. Yeah. So for me, having got into MMA, I struggle every time I go back to watching boxing. So yeah. I'm like, well, this right, is this is. Weird. Gonna... It's funny that you say that, and I think this is. In reverse, I think people are so used to the how obvious boxing is yeah. that they struggle to watch MMA because there's too much going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. there's there, there's too now there's too much to learn. Yeah, but, there's so, too much to understand. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like this is simple. You yeah. know, you got maths here. It's like one plus one, two, easy. And you got algebra over here, and it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <I'm not laughs> uh, so sure. do I really want to? You know, yeah. if I get into it, I might be good at it, but uh, I can't yeah. be bothered to really get it, to I learn. It. I go back to maths, so it makes it makes it. Easier. Yeah, and I, can, I understand. Exactly. I'm, I'm familiar with it. It's exactly, familiar. exactly. But then again, as you say, if you're familiar with the the, 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 the more difficult and then come back, yeah. then, you know, it's uh, that could be boring on, on that side as well. Yeah. So, and, and I, get both, I get both sides, but I just feel like people, if you are willing to, you know, even watch MMA, learn a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or just pay attention to a few more fights. Yeah. And... and the more you pay attention to, if you're just watching your one mate, then there's certain things during that fight that you're not going to understand. But yeah, if you yeah, watch yeah. the couple yeah. leading up to, then you, oh, you're like, oh, you're starting to pick up what's actually going on, you know, the, the rules and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's understandable. I'll apologise and now for a bit of noise in the background, but they're building um, a big safe for this this million dollars that, that <laughs> has now put on oh, yeah. on, uh, on on the welterweight tournament. <laughs> so they've got to prep that we're at London shoebox. Um, so. You said, or you mentioned getting or learning or, or, or driving before you've got a license and that kind of thing. Do you feel you suffered from any of that in the quite quickly in your MMA career? You were getting highlights. Yeah. You were getting a lot of hype. Yeah. yeah. And you are someone who's transitioned from a specific area. Mm-hmm. So you are then, you're going to have been having to learn wrestling, yeah, submissions, yeah, all yeah, this yeah. other stuff. Yet, quite quickly, people are like, you've got to see this guy. Yeah. You've yeah, got to watch this. Do, it, it, do, do you feel that was. Obviously, it's a positive because it gets your name out there, but yeah, so it puts a pressure on, right? Yeah, 100%. I've never been one to like, kinda, uh, you know, be fussed for the pressure of it, yeah. but it's more a case of uh, how people like to respond. I just found very funny because you've got the first fight, highlight real kick, bam, yeah. amazing. Everyone's going nuts online. Oh, he, <laughs> he, he should fight Anderson Silver next, and he should fight... <laughs> yeah. He should fight GSP. Nah, this guy. He should fight. And it's like, wow. 
I had been doing MMA for six months at that time. Man. Six months. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. It, as an MMA fighter, yeah. horrible. Right. As an MMA fighter, I was horrible. But my coach knew where my strengths were. Yeah. And he knew how to say, okay, no, with this opponent, I think we're safe enough to go in with just the limited amount of MMA that you have. Yeah. I'm going to teach you how to sprawl. I'm going to teach you how to stand back up if you get, um, you know, you get taken down. And Chuck at Medill. that time, exactly. Chuck that exactly. Was the exactly. career of Chuck, the sprawl, or sprawl and brawl. The sprawl, yeah. get back up and fight. Yeah. And that is it. So I want to just keep pushing you back around to what you're good at. Pushing you back around to what you're good at. But, but what people forget about Chuck is that he was another one who came up in America in wrestling. Exactly. So it's not as simple as, oh, he learned how to get up. He had that base already. He had that base. So you're having to start from square from, one on from that square, base. Absolute square one. Like, and, and it's funny because my coach said after that first fight, he's like, yep, yeah, congratulations. Um, but you're going to spend... No, everyone's going to think your MMA you know, standard is up here. And, you know, his hands in the air. Yeah. And, but your MMA standard is way down there. And we, you've got a lot of work to do. So it's you're going to spend the rest of your life on your back in the yeah. gym. And he was not kidding. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you come in and those days were the, probably the hardest days because you, you just feel like you're drowning. You, like, you don't even feel like you're improving anywhere because you just come in, you're on your back and you're just getting smashed. But yeah. it's like, get a work, okay, work this, stand up. Work that, stand up. Get back up. No, move his head here. Push your hips back. Da, da. And it was just the same thing. And I was like, okay, I, you're, you're straining, straining. And then I remember getting one good one. I stood up and I was like, yes. He's like, great. Back on your back again. I'm just like... I'm, I'm dead like I'm absolutely dead but he, he, he worked it around the correct the, cor- the correct way because you know yeah. once I learned how to just keep getting back up he's like okay now we can fill in the gaps yeah, I don't want yeah. you to try and be in, uh, a jiu-jitsu artist I don't want you to try and be a wrestler yeah. but now we can start picking you up so he brought, started bringing jiu-jitsu guys in and bringing wrestlers in and he's like okay now you have to see how like, be competent in that area as well yeah. and you know we worked it that way around and I feel like I'm in a state there's so much to learn like and it's it's, it's ever evolving especially yeah. jiu-jitsu is ever evolving so it's there's there's days where i'm like i feel amazing and there's days where i'm like oh, mate i just yeah. feel like i'm at square one again it's just one of those kind of sports but i love it either way yeah but um i think he did it the right way around but as you say the criticisms because of it he was just very smart in how he played it i could yeah. have not been out for you know he, he he could have not given me a fight for three years yeah instead and yeah, then come yeah. out, I would come out a bit more of a fuller package. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, try to jump up. But he's like, no, you're good enough to be out there. Yeah. We just have to be careful on, you know, who you're fighting because you, take you're not good. Take your time on the Take your time. Yeah. Take your time. But the difference is I'm, I'm developing in front of people. I'm developing with yeah. a spotlight on me. Yeah. Which builds a tough. lot of criticism. And yeah. a lot of, as you say, pressures. And lucky I'm not one of those people that folds under those kind of in the circumstances or yeah. bites back. So I was comfortable. Particularly with a British fan base it's risky because because of Britain again coming up on boxing there's a lack of awareness that in MMA everyone loses at some point mm. and that's not the end of your career yeah, in yeah, boxing yeah. it can be quite oh they've yeah. lost they're done in yeah, MMA yeah. it's like oh they've lost wait until you see their next fight exactly. you know what I mean things like yeah, that so exactly. you've not got to that point yeah, yet, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it is still it's that scary pr- pressure of cause <laughs> the fact is there's a good chance it will come at some point. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's it's because the there's, there's just so many, so many ways to lose. Yeah, there's exactly. just so many ways. It's very difficult, and, and there's very few people out there that can say they're, you know, they're, they're undefeated yeah. in, in in the mixed martial arts world. And it, it, it is a very tough world to stay undefeated yeah. in. Um, and my goal is to, you know, until I decide to say 
I'm out to stay that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't go into any fight thing feeling like I'm, you know, I'm not prepared or I'm not willing, I'm not ready yeah. to, to take this on. I feel comfortable. And me and my, like, it's not even me. I'm so confident in my coach that when he says, this is your next opponent, I'm like, fine, or whatever. Let's do it. And it's, I remember my first, one of my first couple conversations with him, I was saying to him, he's like, so, you know, what's, what's your plans? Like, you know, what do you, what, what's, what's your goal? What's your aim? And I'm like, whatever you say. Yeah. He's like, no, well, okay, well, so, you know, I might not make you... It's a good student, right? Yeah, he right. was just like, I might not make you, I, I might make you wait, you know, a few years before I give you a fight. Okay, no problem. But he was testing me at the time because he wanted yeah. to see what type of personality I was. Because yeah. he gets a lot of people that are just wanting to rush, 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 rush. Yeah. And then, you know, it gets a little bit tough and he loses them. He's, he doesn't like investing in people like that. And yeah. I get it. And he's had a lot of people come and go that he's, he's spent a lot of time with and, you know, very talented, but then they disappear just because of their attitude. But I was just like, oh, whatever you say. And even now, he's now, he actually gets more annoyed at me now because he's like, okay, you're fighting this guy. Just go, uh, you know, research him and watch him online. And I'm like, Why? He's just like, no, I just want to make sure. I was like, yeah, but you tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's, he does. He's very, he's, very de- he's very detailed in his explanation. It's not like, oh, yeah, he's just got a strong takedown. Oh, yeah, he just, yeah. he's very, I'm talking, he's, he's always, he always puts his left foot in before he throws this yeah. punch. He always does this. And I'm like, you've painted the picture so perfectly. I do not care to watch this person. I mean, it's, it's, it's another thing that gets really misunderstood by MMA fans. Mm. When a fighter says, I don't watch tape, mm. they're not aware that, their trainers are watching tape. Yeah. Their team yeah, are watching exactly. tape. It's not a disrespectful thing or exactly. an overconfidence thing to yeah, say I don't yeah, watch yeah. tape. It's a fact. It's not getting too lost in this thing. Yeah. It's, it's trusting your trainers. For me, but... my experience of it in the kickboxing world, I've done it before where I was supposed to fight this guy and um, everyone was going on about him, how like you know really good he was, really tough he was. And uh, I thought, I ended up like just listening. I was watching all these videos and I was like, man, this guy's really good, really good, really good. And that fight, uh, I fought him and I fought horrible. Right. I lost that first time I fought him. And I was just like, I lost because I was worried about this kick that I was watching and kick that everyone was talking about yeah. and this and that. And I was just like, that was all me. I, yeah. I just didn't pull trigger. I, I was in there and I just wasn't fighting the way I would normally fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then he beat me. And even in that state, it was a close fight. So I was like, I was fighting crap and it was still close. The next time I fought him, I... When I ruined him, like yeah. it was, it wasn't like yeah, it was yeah, yeah. nowhere, nowhere near close. And he even came up to me like, "Oh man, you've been working in the gym." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, not really. I was just, it was just, I decided to just be me, yeah, and focus on me. And this is what I've, I've taken with me into the MMA. I, I'm not going to focus on opponents because sometimes they yeah. look better on camera because I don't actually, I'm not actually paying attention to his opponent. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, focusing yeah. on him completely. You're fighting him, and what you want to be going on is him to have to fight you, exactly, rather than exactly. that other way around. If if if, if you're the best that you can be, then mm. that's that's his problem to it, deal with. Rather and, than... and my and the type of problem that he that person in there is going to have is my style. My style yeah. is horrible to fight against. Yeah, and I know that because not many people get to fight against it, and everybody that has struggle completely. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, I've yeah, thrown yeah. them off completely. I've broken them mentally. I've broken them. Physically, they don't get the time and they don't land shots. Yeah. So why would I care to change too much of what I need to be aware of and yeah. let my coach do that? Yeah, but, completely. But at the same time, they are fighting me. I'm not going to go defensive. I think if I do that, I will end up having, you know, closer fights, getting hit more, getting taken down more, yeah, all that kind exactly. of stuff. So, yeah. So, so let's, let's talk about <laughs> your style because you, it's your incredibly respectful outside of, of, of the cage. But in there... You go in there and you do your thing. Your your hands down. You yep. will goad. You will draw draw them out. And it's it's a funny one because 
the criticism that I always see. In fact, it's, it's something that we discussed at, at Comic-Con. The criticism that people say is, oh, but this hands-down thing, you get caught in the end. And the example that people give is Anderson, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when Weidman caught him. Yeah, yeah. But then they don't talk about the years and years that no one caught him. <laughs> exactly. And the years and years that people have been getting caught with their guard up. Exactly. exactly. So it's kind of, it's a crazy one to say, oh, well, you see how that ends. It's like, But it's, it's, that's just people, they just want, wanting to be right because they're so, um, I'd say two things, scared of the unknown. Yeah. Or, or just don't understand the unknown. And now I, I get it from friends and family that want me to win. Yeah. So I know it's not a, it's not necessarily a, a, a bad thing them saying, oh man, you should put your hands up, man. You need to be yeah, careful. Because yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. they're saying that out of love of, I don't want you to lose. But yeah. the only reason I'm saying that is because I don't understand what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's scary Absolutely. for me. And because I love you and I don't want you to get hurt, I do it the way that you're supposed to be doing like everybody else. But it's... That's not the case. It's a mad thought as well because you've got to where you are by doing it how you do it. It's a, it's a thing I can relate to the music industry hugely is as soon as you get a chart hit, mm. people are starting to say, well, you need to write something that's more more radio friendly yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or three minutes or whatever long. Mm-hmm. And you start doing that and it won't work because yeah. what got you there was what you do. Exactly. So it's mental to get there and then go, oh, I need to change completely yeah. now. So no, no, that's why you're... That's why, That's you, why are you, are, you are. Exactly. And I'm, I'm always going to be true to myself. Otherwise, again, I will lose. I will end up yeah. losing because I decided to go with what everybody else is saying versus what I know, I, I, you know what I'm capable of. I've actually, I'm actually in the process of doing this thing now. So only when I have spare time, I'm four fights deep from my first four fights. And I'm counting how many times I've been hit. Right. And I'm, I'm only four fights in yeah. and I haven't been hit yet. Yeah. So... There's not many people, even that, can say that they've had four fights in MMA and haven't been touched. Yeah. Now, the, the only way they can say that is if they've knocked somebody out early or, you know, they've taken somebody down and submitted them early. Yeah. But I've had fights that have gone 15 minutes and still have been grazed during those fights. Yeah. Not, there's no clean, no clean shots. Yeah. So, again, how frustrated is even for my opponent? And that's me with my hands. That's not me changing anything, not saying, okay, this guy's a bit more dangerous. Let me put my guard up a bit more and yeah. then cover up more. That's me still being me and not getting hit. And I'd, I'd probably, I'd, I'd probably over if I, where am I? Thirteen fights in. I'd probably, I'm gonna say, and I'm pushing. I'm gonna say six. I got hit six times in madness, right? thirteen fights. Yeah. You know what I mean, and none of them clean shots. I just, I, I just I'm just gonna anything that kind of even came close to me. I'm just gonna class as a shot. Yeah. 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 Um, Leg kicks, I'm going to take it a step. I'm talking about like clean punches or kicks yeah, to yeah, my head. Yeah. But then I can, I'm going to add all the other like little leg kicks. And other, I can, I, if I incorporate that, it may be slightly more. But yeah. in general, even then, I, I rarely get touched even when yeah. someone's trying to hit me with a, with a kick. But I'm, I'm going to do it and I'm going to put it out. And I'm going to say, this is what hands down it. style yeah. has done for me. This is without my guard up. And that's it. It's people understanding that exactly that. It's a style and it's mm. a technique. It's mm. not arrogance exactly. it's not cockiness mm. the, the reason Anderson could knock Forrest Griffin out with, with a, a jab. casual jab <laughs> is because he was so overextended exactly. because he dodged mm-hmm. so many and he'd had his hands down mm-hmm. and hands down is saying is, is, a, is a, a red rag to a ball it's saying mm. well come like my chin's there mm-hmm. just come and hit so it which will then put people off, off guard um, that really came into play um, against or in your last fight against a ripples mm-hmm. because I mean we'll talk about highlight rule finishes uh, later on because I think it's interesting how you've evolved that and brought creativity and marketing mm-hmm. in, into it but 
the Rickles one was a special uh, one for me because it was at a point where you've done the craziest knockouts imaginable. It's mm. going to be hard to top. Mm. So to have a highlight where the guy literally goes, nah, forget it, <laughs> and walks off. And it was, was, it was, again, I remember it so clearly because I sent it to so many mates where you caught him r- real hard mm. And then pointed at him and said something along the lines of, you're fucked, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and then he literally paused and then went, no, nah, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and just waved it off. And it was, I had people, I was tweeting about it, it sounds amazing. I had people who were there, it was like, I couldn't make it to that one live, mm. but I was watching on TV. And I had people who were there saying, um, oh, that was a dive, he's been paid to do that. I was like, mate, if someone had paid you to throw a fight, you would not get your money. M- money yeah. if you take the punch then pull exactly and then wave exactly. you've got a punch clean if you were trying to fight you fall over then and then you, call it, you don't fight to stay on your feet and then and go then actually so. forget it so how, how was that to, to see the the benefit of that style of that aggressive that mocking teasing style and you will you'll you'll dance you'll you'll move you'll get in their face and you'll say stuff how was it to see that element be the thing that actually defeats someone in many ways. That makes them go, I can't do this. It was weird. I I was in a very, I don't know what it was, but I was in extremely fiery, on top of just my my normal type of, you know, like, you know, smiley, exciting. There was an added bit of fire to me. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure where it came from, but there was an added bit of fire to me. And that's where, you know, the the shouting and screaming came from as well. But, Watching his fights, and I had my coach show me a lot of uh, his fights, and then close to the time, he's like, no, he always does it. Yes, he thought you have to watch it. He tried yeah, to force yeah, me yeah. to watch a couple <laughs> of them. But one thing I'd 100% had, I'd say, is, is his strength, is how persistent he is. So I've seen him in fights where he's actually beating people that are better than him technically. Yeah. Because they get tired and he's just like, I'm not Keeps stopping. Going. I'm yeah. just going to keep, going, keep yeah. going. He's getting hit. He's getting thrown on his ass, this and that. And he gets back up and he keeps going. He keeps going. He keeps going. He keeps going. Diego Sanchez, Gilbert Melendez, 100%. those kind of fighters who technically are decent. But, yeah. but they've got higher than their technical ability because you can't stop them. You can't you stop them. land can't. a load of times. But yeah. and, the, and one thing, you, again, is, as I say MMA is, is you, you can get very tired very quickly, very easily Mate, off yeah. one exchange. Yeah. Uh, you know, one, you could grapple someone for a little bit, one little scramble where you're falling all over each other, you get back up and you're like, <sighs> like it's, but these guys are just like non-stop, yeah. just keep yeah. going, keep going. So the, I was very shocked. And it's only afterwards, after the fact, not in the moment, after the fact, I was like, I can't believe he gave up. Yeah. I can't believe he quit. But then at the same time, I could feel how, how much I was getting to him during yeah. the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like slowly sucking that, 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 that kind of heart out of him. Slowly, slowly, bit by bit, taking it from him. Because at the beginning, he was kind of bantering with me. Yeah. And then yeah, he yeah. would banter. He's playing along. I'm yeah, he's playing, he's playing along. And then he'd banter. But then I could see he doesn't really mean it. Then he stopped bantering. Yeah. And he would just, I would do something and he would just like, like shrug his shoulders. And he couldn't, like, he didn't want to even give anything back. And then he decided to quit them. Like, like when I watch it back, I can slowly just see that, that you know, that just being taken from Yeah, him. yeah. You know what I mean? Bit by bit. It's, so it, it's, it, it's the fact it wasn't real. It wasn't true, true, true to him. And again, it's yeah. a common thing now because of Chow Sonnen and Connor and whoever mm. else that people try and go these certain routes. If it's not true to you, it's not true to you. It sounds like an odd example, but mm. I used to, I don't, do any drugs now mm. but I used to enjoy acid mm. it was a drug I found enjoyable to open my mind mm-hmm. and the thing I had with that was I fully believed that I was okay with what I was going to see with what 
that compared to our reality interpretation of, of, of light in your retina. But the reason I wouldn't try it now is I'm not sure I believe that anymore. Yeah. And if you don't 100% believe, you'll be exposed. And that's when you'll have a bad time, you'll yeah. have a bad trip. And it's a, a similar yeah, yeah, thing yeah, there yeah, where yeah. if you're going to go, go into the smack talking or whatever else... It has to be you. you got Yeah, you've got to believe it. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to end up being your downfall because yeah, yeah. you're going to... Tr- trip up if you get to that point where you're genuinely angry and your reaction is mm, yeah. Mm, yeah yeah, then yeah it's yeah. going to stiffen you up and, exactly. and, and open you up for, 100% and, for uh, getting knocked out but so many people do that now they're so quick to they, they want quick fame you yeah. know they want and so whoever's doing what there's a lot of people are like uh, again friends family they're like man you should know talk trash more man because then like like Connor you know you get up there and it's like but that's that's not who I am anyway no if that's exactly. not me, it will, it will show in how I'm doing it because yeah. it would see it will come across very fake. I'm more jokey. I like you know play like little jokes and stuff. This is why it's easier for me to do it online or just wind somebody up if I'm yeah. you know in front of them. That's me. That's just my personality, and this is why it plays well because I'm genuinely just taking a piss out here in the yeah, time yeah, 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 in the yeah. moment, and it, yeah. I, so even my opponent can feel it and will get more irritated because it's not fake. So when he was doing it to me, it felt fake. So yeah. it's, it's not something I'd bite on. It's not, I'm not like getting irritated by yeah. him dancing around. Yeah. Like, oh, and right. When I'm doing it, he's genuinely getting more and more annoyed. Because you're enjoying yourself. Enjoying it. <laughs> it's yeah. me. That, that's, that's, true. that's true to my personality. So, and that's, that's key there. True, true to your personality is key. I love the fact that you've looked at your career and you've had people say, oh, you should smack talk more to get more coverage, to go viral. And you've gone, that's not true to me. But what is true to me? Hmm. True to me is... Getting a Pokemon cap, yeah, a Pokemon yeah. ball, yeah. rolling it. When Pokemon <laughs> Go is the biggest thing in the world, and again, it was it was the first a, t- a time I caught you live, and it was amazing. You mm. got this a brutal knockout mm. again. Glad that he was okay mm. at the end and all mm. this, mm. but it was that cleverness of the market. And the Rickles fights a great example as well of putting on the Infinity Gauntlet mm. when Infinity Wars is the biggest thing in the world when Star Lord is fucking <laughs> ringside, <laughs> and therefore. T- Instagrams out a picture of you yeah. two together and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cl- it's cl- it's clever marketing, and it's not doing anything that's going to detract from your art mm-hmm. as such. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. going right. That my job is until that fight's over. Mm. After that, I can have pre-prepared some stuff yeah. rather than think. Oh, I need to think of something for in the post-fight interview yeah, or this yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I can pre-prepare some stuff that will go yeah. cr- crazy online. So, how much thought <coughs> into that, or when do you start to plan? that kind of thing and how much of it is from just from your kind of here's what I'm into let's yeah no let's a, lot, a lot of it well, it's, it's, it's a mixture of all, everything you just said a lot of it yeah this is what I'm into so I understand it enough to be like this is relevant yeah um, you know you have to kind of be in with the social media and stuff as much as I, I, I'm not as uh, on top of the social media as I should be in terms of me putting stuff out yeah um, because it's just not me so yeah, again, yeah, yeah. I, I struggle right. I struggle to do it so, so, yeah. so it's, it's kind of if and when I do it but I'm still aware of what's going on, so I can yeah, still be on social media, paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. Um, and even with the Pokemon thing, it was—I didn't. It all happened very like um, just in conversation with just my my, my brothers and sister. We just—we all like we all love the same. We're similar, similar, very similar personalities. We're all like laughing and joking. Yeah. So we're all just talking about this game that's just come out and literally yeah. just come out. They've come over to watch the fight. Um, I think they came over on the Thursday. I think the game came out on the Tuesday that week or something like that. And um, we were just like, oh, who's got Pokemon? And we were like, oh, yeah. we all took out our phones. We were like, yeah, we're all playing it, like cracking jokes. And my brother was like, um, oh, man, your, your next opponent, he sounds like a Pokemon. 
we laughed it off. We're like, yeah, that's funny. And then we're like, oh, he was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if, you know, after you knock him out, you rolled a pokeball at him? And, da, da, da. and we're like, hmm, that's actually quite funny. Yeah. So we were like, we were laughing and joking. And we're like, oh, let's see if we can make that happen. So we're going shop. Like, I swear to you, it took me so long to try and find. I didn't get the, po- like, it started the hat. The hat was going around everywhere trying to find his hat. But because Pokemon had only just landed, it wasn't in any shop. Yeah, yeah. It only, yeah, like, yeah, as yeah. much as Pokemon had been out for years, yeah. it's not something that people were selling regularly no, because it's it, died it down. died off. And then, yeah, yeah, so then this Pokemon Go came out, but it only just hit, so the shops weren't even prepared for it. And the fact it. is, as well, <laughs> who's buying things in shops these days? Yeah, exactly. But if you need something immediately, it's online, that's yeah. where you need to go. Yeah, you need to go exactly, to the shops. So exactly, it's that kind exactly, of exactly. So, oh, shit, I would order it in Japan like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. but, but I need it I now. Need it now. <laughs> so we were just like, we, so I'm like, again, I'm a bit of a geek myself in terms of like what shops, not even what shops, just like on like, you know, Marvels, animes, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And like, I love that kind of stuff. So I'm like, hmm, where can I go? Uh, you know what? One place that might have something, Forbidden Planet. And yeah. I was in, uh, in Oxford Street, or Tottenham Court Road. So I thought, yeah, we, we go down there. Now we was, luckily enough, we were doing our press conference in the sport cafe in Oxford Street. So we're like, yeah, just after we did the press conference, we just, I just would like, let's go shopping and yeah, see if we yeah, can yeah, find yeah. this hat. So we didn't get the exact hat, but we were like, you know what? It makes sense. We, everyone can see yeah, what it is. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah. It's close enough. Got the hat. <laughs> and then um, the Pokeball, my missus had to, she's like, no, we'll just have to get it from Argos and just see if it can come in. So we got it, got it from Argos. I didn't, I literally got the Pokeball because it, my missus was, was supposed to bring it because it came after I was already in the hotel and, and going yeah, off to yeah, the event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was supposed to bring it. She left and forgot about it. So she had to ask her friend to go and get it. Seriously, this story is crazy. Like, I love it. She had to go, her friend had to go and get it. Friend rushed in to go and get it. Long story short, I, because she was, she didn't have the backstage part at the time because I was already thinking. So yeah, it's mad. 15 minutes before I was about to walk, my brother walks in and shows me the ball. And I'm Brilliant. like, yes. Amazing. So you just cut it open and like, put it, hide it under the ice box <laughs> with that. We walked out there because I knew again, sometimes that, you know, obviously guys are doing their job, you know, they're not really supposed to let you come out with, you know, specific things. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I get it. So we were always just like, yeah, sure. ice box that. I'm sure yeah. people aren't specifically <laughs> yeah, yeah. anything for an object. Yeah, exactly. You know? So through the, um, you know, got the, uh, got under the ice box and then again, it just, it just, everything just kind of fell into place as it's supposed yeah. to be. It landed the, the KO that we were, you know, we, we were, pushing for we were drilling I was drilling at me over and over again right. I even suggested to, when someone asked me how do you think you're going to win I said to them I was like it's gonna, I didn't want to say it but I was like I'm going to jump and then he's going to go down and so it's something that I was in every single uh, training session because my coach was like when he throws the punch because a lot of people think he tried to take me down but he didn't my coach said every time he throws a punch he leans his head forward first and throws a massive overhand Right. Yeah, and yeah, if you yeah. go away from it then you get caught with the overhand because his head's forward. Yeah. You back away from his head and his arm's longer and it yeah. kind of catches you out. So the best place to go is up because yeah. the punch would hit your chest anyway, but his head's down and your knee comes up a lot quicker. That's amazing. So yeah. he, he, he spotted that. The second we knew we had um, Cyborg, we're like, okay, look, this is what he does. And he said every single spar, no matter who we bring in, you have to land the knee. And that's what I did. And when I say land the knee, I wasn't putting yeah. people out. Yeah, I, would yeah, position, yeah. I would stop it. And one thing I'll say that I've got from the points, uh, you know, the kickboxing, is we're very controlled because it was all points style. Yeah. You had to learn how to pull power back. So yeah. I could throw a spin kick and stop it just here. Throw a knee, stop it just in front of your face. Right, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, whereas yeah. most guys in the gym, they wouldn't know how to, once they let it go, they, 
they don't have to pull yeah. it back at the same time. So that's a benefit I had. So every training session, I boom, landing me, landing me, landing me, landing me, landing me. And then we got the knee. Obviously, had the pokeball ready with the hat. It just, it was just everything it. lined up perfectly. It's beautiful. It makes me think of. I remember seeing an interview with <coughs> Zidane, mm. and he was saying in football, the reason he was so good at football was he took a lot of inspiration from parkour, ah. from just from getting over over issues any way that's possible. Mm. And it it, it 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 rings true there because mm. if a guy's leaning their head forward to go into this punch, if you stay there. They're on you for a mm. double leg mm. if they want it, or a single leg, or mm. whatever mm. else. If you move back, I said you get caught in the overhand. Yeah. Who thinks? Let's go up. There. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's yeah, the beauty yeah, yeah. of that. Okay, yeah. right. Let's find a solution for this. If we stay there, yeah. rather than choose the lesser of two, two, two evils, well, yeah. I'll move back and try and dodge the punch. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll stay there, and he's only going to have one arm, so I can try and sprawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now let's try it up. Yeah. Let's, and that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's I why. That's why I like, like I call these guys um, the scientists because yeah. that's 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 one thing they're good at. Now, for me, in terms of my celebrations, one thing I'd say that I'm, I'm, I've always been... The reason I'm capable of doing this, I think other people would struggle to do it in the same fashion because I'm very present when I'm fighting. And it sounds weird to say, but I'm not emotionally in the fight. Right. So, while I'm fighting, I can see the commentators. I can hear my coaches very clear. I can hear their coaches very clear. I can spot people in the audience that I know. Yeah. I'm very present on what's going wow. on while fighting. And that's, yeah. uh, I think, a skill I've taken from the points. Because, again, there's certain times you could hear the person across the mat giving them tips. So he right. taught you to make sure you're listening. Yeah, my dad yeah, would yeah, say, yeah. say the same thing. If you can hear the coach saying something, be aware. Have a counter ready. Like, yeah. uh, you know, when he drops his front hand, do this. So you're like, I'm like, cool. I drop my front hand knowing what you're going to do next. And then I've already got a counter. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I've, yeah. I've always been very present. Yeah. And a lot of people struggle. This is why their celebrations are very jump on the cage, backflip, this, that, because it's, yeah. it's just a burst of emotion where, yeah. for me, I'm not in that emotional state. Yeah. My emotion will come after. So I get back to the change room and I'm like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. so sick. But in that moment, I'm able to be like, ah, the hat, I've got this to do. Yeah. The glass, I've got this to do. Here's what's next, here's what's next, here's what's next. Yeah, so... I love it, man. It makes me think of computer games. Yeah. And, and again, I, I remember you saying once before that a lot of stuff you've seen on computer games, well, I wonder if I can do that. Yeah, and it I makes know. me think of that, that, that kind of, that calmness of I'm just controlling a thing yeah. and I'll, I'll see what they're about to do. Yeah. Oh, he's about to do that. I'll yeah. move back. And it is a game to me. And the one thing I say, I think everybody can see, regardless of what you take from watching my fight, or whatever emotion it you know it sparks in you, whether you like it, you like you, you, you don't. You can everybody can say that you can see me enjoying what I'm doing, yeah. regardless of what, what what what's going on. I am having so much fun while I'm in there, yeah. and I think that keeps me in that kind of state of mind where I'm just it's a game. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. I'm just not, playing out, yeah. Right? It's, I'm just playing. I'm just playing the game, even when things go wrong. You know, um, Cyborg took me down, and. Everyone was getting panicky. They're like, "Oh my god!" Like people were getting panicky. My coach looked at my face and was like, "Are you good?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, chilling. I was just like, "Ah, oh, you know, let me just be patient." He's trying to hit me. Couldn't even do it. And I was just like, "Yeah, just chill. Take your time. Yeah. This round's gonna end soon." Yeah. And then I'm gonna stand back up. And round two. <laughs> and round two starts. <laughs> I'm not making that mistake again. Yeah. So I'm I'm very relaxed. Even in in the gym, sometimes he's sometimes he's my coach is like sometimes you are too relaxed. Yeah, yeah, but I, sometimes yeah, yeah. I need that urgency from you and yeah. because you are so chilled you, you just like you won't give it but sometimes you just need to just learn when to turn that on and off yeah 
So that's that can can be a bit of a default sometimes. And um, but yeah, I'm, I've always been in that in that mode, very relaxed yeah. and very in the fun state of mind versus anger, you know, driven by this. And that's why when people, you see it from everybody, knockout happens, and I'm just like, Rah! yeah. Even yeah, yeah. one people, one person, I know, most people said it to me, but why don't you jump on your opponent once you've knocked them down? Yeah. And again, I'm in a conscious state of mind. Yeah, it's not. I'm not driven by anger. If I've hit someone, I can see that they've they've done. There's no need for me to hit you anymore. Yeah, the completely. fight's over. And again, it's what's given you so many standout highlights. Is it'll be the punch, and then you just the stood stop. there watching. Yeah. It's the stop. It's the. Yeah. It's that. There was a goal Eric Cantona scored oh. that, that where he just smacked it, and before it's even in, yeah, he just did. And looking around, <laughs> it's that 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 look away or yeah. walk away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I can get more thing. of those. Simply because I'm in that state of mind. Yeah, yeah. I think that you see when if if I'm ever not, it's because it's more emotional. Yeah, and you'll see the difference in how I'd finish. I'd yeah. be like trying to jump on the person, and you see, I'm sure you see a lot. How many times have, especially me, I've watched highlights of someone being knocked down, and then they jump them. Yeah, and they throw in loads of shots, and probably about maybe one of the four shots that they rain down hit uh-huh. because they're not consciously it's aware not of what's going yeah. on. It's very emotional. So I'm not actually paying attention to the, where his head is actually going. I'm just going, yeah. ah, I'm just throwing out this burst of energy to try yeah. and get this fight over with. Whereas I'm, I've never been in that state of mind during a fight. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of, 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 of not fighting emotionally, that brings us on to the World Weight Tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, it brings us on to, I'm not going to dodge it, your main cr- criticism that you will get from the haters is mm. that you, you fought, as, as you were saying, mm. people refer to them as cans or mm. bums or whatever mm. else. Again, I think it's disrespectful because there's good fighters <coughs> if they're at a, at a level and the argument as well is you can only fight who's in front of you. Mm-hmm. But it made me even more excited when the World Weight Tournament it's was announced because it's one, it's one for the haters. They can't argue about yeah. this because yeah. if you get past Paul, um, you've then got, I mean, at the moment, we're recording this. By the time it goes out, yeah, we would so have known what's happened. Yeah. Weekend, but you've got Ivor Lima, or Koroshkov, mm. who Lima has beaten Daly and Larkin mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, and fought hard against Rory. Yeah. Um, and Koroshkov, I was kind of unaware of until Bendo came over and everyone was like, oh, Henderson's going to come and oh, grab yeah, belts. Yeah. And Koroshkov no. was like, yeah, yeah. whoa, this yeah, no, is this high is, level. Uh, so, a bit of a beast. And then, you know, if you get past them, you get Rory or someone who's beaten Rory. Mm, mm, exactly. <laughs> which, which feels unlikely exactly. the way Rory is at yeah, the moment. The way so he is. I don't mean to disrespect anyone on that yeah, side, yeah, side yeah. of the profit bracket, but it feels like the winner of your side gets Rory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what a lot of people are going for. So, so how does that feel? And how, how are you approaching it? And how's it been? Has there been frustration of you doing amazing with whatever is in front of you? And having still some kind of backlash, I guess it comes from from exposure. The more exposure you get, yeah, you're gonna have more, more different people coming in. But no, for me, I, I think like, and I always I always use this example. Mayweather has been every person that's gone in front of him, and yeah. there's still a lot of people that have something to say about it. Now, yeah, yeah, aside yeah, yeah. of the personality, yeah. they have something to say. Well, you know, well maybe he should fight this person now. Yeah. And every time he does it, then well, he didn't fight him at the right time, so he should have yeah. now he should fight this person to yeah. prove that he's the best. So. Even when I remember when the Pacquiao thing came up, because I'm like, yeah, look, I, I think Mayo was one of the, the, the most clinical boxers in, in boxing. So at the time, they hadn't fought. So if I was saying to a friend having an argument, if Mayo 
So you're saying Mayover needs to fight Pacquiao next? Yeah, yeah, he needs to prove that you know he's the best. Okay, is Pacquiao the best? And he's like, um, no, as in, is he ranked one of the best? He's like, no, 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 he's he's not the best, but you know he's he's, he's a tough opponent. I think he can have him. I was like, yeah, but what you're saying to me is he needs to fight someone that you don't consider the best to be the to best. be the best. Yeah, but he's beating everybody else. No, I, I get what you mean, but I just think this person will be, and, and it's like it's just the, it's your logic just get, to it. Get behind weird they, things. Exactly, it's, just, it's, it's the Khabib um, syndrome. I, yeah. I think Khabib looks really good, yeah. but yeah. he won the belt by beating Ali Quinta, mm. who's not at the top of that that bracket. It's one of them where I would never give any disrespect to Khabib, but equally, I'm not going to say he's the best in the world or Connor's the best yeah. in the world because yeah, yeah. there's, still there's a lot of people to exactly. To, it's a face, but it doesn't have to be a, the best in the world. It's yeah. like they've done great with what they've. But as you say, even like we say, you wouldn't say like you know Connor is either. But at the same time, most people would say he's one of the greatest fighters of all time. Yeah, it's based crazy. on his, it's, it's, it's this is what I say. It's I've like status versus. Yeah, it, of course. I've been. I'm really excited about a Tony Ferguson coming. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I really like Tony's wicked, style. He's, wicked, yeah, he's yeah. beaten Kevin Lee, but yeah, like, all, yeah. all these. He's. I feel he had a harder run to get that into yeah, him than yeah, yeah, yeah. so. But as soon as I say that, people are like, oh, why are you hating on Connor or why are you hating on yeah, yeah, like, I'm yeah. not. It's just the main event is a yeah. guy who's not fought in two years yeah. against a guy who's only fought a one top ten guy. Yeah, now, yeah. I watch every fight from the prelims till the end. Mm, I know mm, that any fight mm, could be amazing, so I'm not saying it's yeah, not going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying I'm more excited about Ferguson's somebody's beaten yeah, a, yeah. A, a Warriors run of fires and Pettis. He's back to looking good off his back. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, exciting yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. But no, yeah. it's, it's, it's exactly as you say. So for me, it's, it's I don't like to please those people because those people are the ones that still don't like jiu-jitsu because yeah. they don't understand it, which yeah. shows me you don't actually know the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just siding for whoever is whatever's the shiniest at the yeah. time. Or, and that will turn in a heartbeat. As we will saw turn, they, will turn, oh, they will turn immediately. And this is why I, I don't cater for those fans. Yeah. I don't care for them. And to be fair, I don't do anything for anybody but myself. Because that's what I'm saying. I enjoy it. I'm not trying to prove to anybody anything. Yeah. I'm just in it. And even when I first started, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to see if I can. <laughs> Let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. Because no one from my sport in the points uh, karate crossed over. Yeah. And... At the time, no one, no, no one crossed over successfully. I think there's a few people that attempted, but no one crossed over, crossed over successfully. And so it wasn't something I had, I, you know, someone's done, uh, show me a way that, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I, I, that can work. And it's, oh yeah, it's successful. I had zero idea. Like, I yeah. did not know. And the only time I've been nervous for a fight is my first MMA fight. because I was like, I, as I'm walking down this thing, I'm like, did I just make a mistake? Oh. <laughs> What am I doing? And then it's like the second, you know, the bell went, the, clo- the cage closed, the bell went. I was relaxed again. I was like, oh, this is it feels normal. It feels yeah, okay. It. It's 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 not as bad as I thought it was gonna yeah. be. But before then, like I just I really didn't know. And even now, I'm just I'm just riding this wave as long as I can, yeah. as long as I can, and I'm enjoying every step. I've got goals, and you yeah. have to have goals uh, to to help you improve and work harder in the gym. But in general, I'm just enjoying my time doing this I didn't even know how far I could have got two fights in and just got my ass handed to me and yeah. be like you know what this is definitely not for me yeah and just there would be no there'll be no argument for anybody to have yeah. so I just yeah, yeah I, I don't care those people are the people that will change chop and change sides one thing I did notice 50 cent jumps in you know Chris Pratt jumps in and like oh yeah I just found this guy he's amazing he does these kicks and that kick and blah blah, blah. and everyone's like yeah 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 I really liked him I knew him from a long time ago <laughs> no 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 
and now you're on side, and this is why these people I can't cater for. Yeah, you, 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 your opinion is not your own opinion. It's, it's what's popular. It's what's popular time, at the yeah. time. That's all it is. And so I'm just like, yeah. Well, anytime people are like, well, you haven't really thought anyone. I'm like, eh, if that's what you feel, and that's again, fine. It's, it's the it's partly podcasts are to blame, but it's the briefly ingested um, knowledge. And, yeah. and Ronda again is the easiest example for me because everyone will quote. Ronda was only good because the women's division wasn't good yet. Mm. So no, that's wrong. She beat Misha numerous times, who was really course, good. Who yeah. the woman who beat her then lost to Misha. Exactly, exactly. So it's like styles make fights. <laughs> styles do lose, make fights. People lose fights. It mm. doesn't mean that Ronda's record is padded. Yeah, or that she's yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. She did everything she could at that mm, time. Mm, as, mm. As, yeah, exactly. That styles makes fights, but because they would have heard it on a podcast, some would be the quote. Of, of course, will. of course. This, this. It's like, nah. for this tournament, for me, this like if I was to, I can hear somebody. Let's say. Get to the final. Let's say um, uh, someone beats Rory, yeah, and I fight somebody else in the final. Yeah. I beat that person in the final. I can hear people already going, "Yeah, but you didn't fight Rory." Yeah, but Rory lost. But Rory lost. But no, but <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You didn't fight Completely. Rory, yeah. so you're not. You can't cast yourself as the best. Yeah, yeah. But and and I can already hear those those people just. They need something to hang on to the reason why they didn't like me in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what, whatever that is, they're going to stick to. So for me. I, I don't care. Yeah. So I'm just I'm on my own path. I'm with my, my, my own friends and family. We're, we're all enjoying it, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I love it. I said playing it as a game. Did it excite you when the waterweight tournament was announced? Because that is that that's like on a game. You've got to you've got the three final bosses, and then you've got this jump to you know. Cause yeah, it's, it, it was just like they just um you know they just up, they just uh, uh, added a new level in a yeah. <laughs> on a game. They download you could download and uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> add, yeah. open up a secret level on a game, yeah. and it's like yes, yeah, it's, it's it's very exciting. More because I, I enjoy tournaments. And for me, I I wonder I pref- I would prefer it on one day, and only yeah, as I yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. It probably suits me better because, again, I don't take as much damage as most people. Right, yeah. So course, that kind of stuff of does suit yeah, me. And, yeah. and ju- I'm used to tournament fighting. Yeah. And even near enough, every single fight that I've fought, straight after, I'm like, I want to go back in. Like, yeah, that wasn't enough. Yeah. Because I might have to kill myself in here, in the gym, just yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. And especially, you know, I had a nine-second knockout. And I'm just like, you're, you're like, yes, amazing. Shit, ages yeah. <laughs> Got to go back to the gym and it's do like that the again. Olympics, man. All yeah. I say about the Olympics, yeah, like, four these, years these of... dudes are training for so long, and then it's like, even if they win, yeah. it's like you got the medal. Cool, see you later. Yeah, and like, that's it. But, uh, but I won. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, all right. Well. This is one of the reasons. We didn't have to say that. This is one of the reasons why, because uh, I've had a uh, you know karate approach me to want to do some stuff on the England team. I've had taekwondo yeah. approach me say they want to help to you know maybe push for the Olympics, and I've never been inspired by the Olympics. Yeah. I, and I, because I see it for that, I'm like, yeah, but I, like even I like to, I'm a showman, so I'm yeah. like, on top of it being taekwondo, taekwondo itself is not the biggest sport, so you're competing against runners and this and that in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. being an actual superstar. Yeah, yeah, getting at the front. So then, as you say, after I get this medal, then what? You just disappear, and I, what? I got to go on Big Brother, or I got to go? Hell no, sorry, exactly <laughs> that's not that. that's not me. So as me as immediately when I thought about the actual. The path I would have to take, I'd probably that probably end up me going back round to a professional sport anyway. Yeah. So I said, you know, I might as well start doing that like immediately instead of going in that direction. Yeah. 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 So, so I always felt the same. <laughs> so how's the has has the again as we recalled this? It was only yesterday I think that Fifty Cent has turned around and gone. Yeah. I'm adding a million 
to the, has, has that caused any excitement, any distraction, any change in no, your outlook of no, that? No, not, not at all. There was always, for, for us, obviously we get a bit of information a bit earlier than... Yeah. Um, Right. I, didn't, I didn't know it was 50 doing it. I didn't right. know 50 had any, right. any, any, see, any, any part in it. But there was already talks of it being um, uh, for a million dollars. Right. Um, anyway, again, the money, it's like, if I, in, this is where I'm at. If I wasn't in Bellator, I'm, going, I'm, on, my, I'm on my path to be a million anyway. Yeah. Money doesn't excite me like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've got goals on, in, in business where I'm like, yeah, I've got to get this stuff, yeah, get yeah, this yeah, stuff yeah. done as well. I'm going to make a lot of money. So the money doesn't, I'm not fussed. The tournament's more exciting. Yeah. You know, the people that are in the tournament's more exciting. The, my first fight yeah. is the most exciting. How is that? Because, again, <laughs> you, you, you speak of the fact that, you know, that it's the calmness in there, it's the mm. lack of emotion. This is an emotional one because you've been... <coughs> again, either side will say who's been chasing who for so long. But from what I've seen and yeah. from talking to you, like, mm. privately, mm. it seemed that you've been chasing this fight for a long time and it hasn't time. come up. So... How's it feel to, to to finally be getting it? And again, it's it's a fight that I think the fans have wanted for a long time mm-hmm. as well because it is is a stand up fight. Yeah. Paul is someone who does not like people just wrestling him, as we yeah, saw in his exactly. bitch fight yeah. and his moaning at the side of the cage. Yeah. But it means you're both going to have the kind of fight that you want. You're mm-hmm. going to have somebody who wants to come out and go. Yeah. And you both really don't seem to funny to you say like that each though. Other. I guarantee you, from now, that he tries to take me down. Yeah. And it happens with most of these guys that, I've, uh, that I, I end up striking with because they're like, I'm the better striker. Then I hit them, they swing, they miss. And they're still like, yeah, I'm the better fighter. I hit them, they swing, they miss. Then they're like, I'm probably not the better fighter. So um, let me just take this to the floor and try and control him and soften him up. And it happens every single time. It was one of the exciting things. I was nervous. The first time I was watching you live on, on, on TV, and I'm, I'm scrolling to get the guy's name because I'm terrible at remembering those, against Holloway. And I'd hyped you up to my mates. I've mm. sent them highlight videos. And it's the first time I could actually catch one live. And you were looking good, and then you get taken down. And mm. I'm like, oh, man, is this now going to be some just... I've happened to tune in on the, on the D-round of the hype train. And you subbed him with like a toe lock or, or an ankle or some kind of weird lock. And it was, it was exciting because, again, it, it felt like that. It felt like a guy going, this isn't working on the feet. I'll yeah. take him down. Yeah. And you going, all right, well, I'm fine here as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm I'll happy to do it. <laughs> I'm happy to do it. It's yeah. funny. He was actually working those. Weirdly enough, we happened to be working those um, submissions. And, and it actually wasn't in preparation for this guy because yeah. he's never really had gone for any leg locks or anything in yeah. any of his fights prior to that. Um, so he just, you know, he kind of went for the takedown and kind of fell in that kind of position and I was just like okay and what it's a it's a it's actually a counter foot lock yeah. to someone going for a leg lock and we usually right. use it so that people going for a leg lock let go they kind yeah, of like, yeah, like yeah, they pull yeah, their legs yeah, back yeah. out and they abandon whatever they, yeah. the hell they was going for so I, I went for it ready to as they abandoned to take my leg out and then let him stand back up yeah Obviously, he was, he didn't know what he was doing in that position because he fell in that position. So obviously, it wasn't a kind of a position that he was. He kind of it was an opportunist position. Yeah, he kind yeah, of saw yeah. it and was like, "Oh, let me go for his leg because I'm here now." Yeah. So he didn't realize that the escape is to let go. Yeah. But because it's an opportunist thing, he's like, "Let me go for it." I've got his foot, and he's like, "No, no, I'm in a better position. Let me go for it." And I was like, "Okay." Sat down on it, just <laughs> hit click, <laughs> click, and yeah. then. He's like, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. I love it. So about that, I enjoy, like, again, I really, 
people don't seem to everyone's like oh yeah but what about your ground game I love it like yeah. I love doing it aside let's say I wasn't fine at all I would be doing jiu-jitsu because I really enjoy jiu-jitsu I think yeah. it's uh, an amazing sport it's a chess game that like I said it keep, the, the rules keep getting there's more rules keep getting added there's always different ways to, to, to do things I absolutely love jiu-jitsu I'm a little tip I'm going to have a word in the ear of your coaches here that um, we had our first uh, wrist lock submission in because people don't generally don't go for wrist locks because yeah, yeah. of gloves and the wraps but Rory talks about the fact how he doesn't wrap his wrists anymore yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm calling that I'm yeah. calling that as, uh, as you <laughs> drill some wrist locks in the final because again I love stuff like that when it's something that is quite simple mm. but people don't drill it or practice yeah, yeah, it or, or defend yeah, it because yeah, it's, yeah. so, it's similar with that that, that kind of leg lock defence yeah, there yeah, is that yeah, yeah. it's not something that will generally it's generally as you, as you said you generally put that on as a transition yeah. or to stop something yeah, but yeah, if yeah. they don't defend it it's like oh it's on oh I guess I'll <laughs> just finish here yeah. then. I thought <laughs> we had more to come <laughs> that, and that's, that's exactly what it was so yeah man like, I get, like people always get it they always seem to think that I'm just in, in the gym making my kicks flashier and yeah. forgetting that it's it, like I'd be stupid to just be yeah. doing that and but outside that, I do enjoy learning the rest of it and learning how to do jiu-jitsu and everything. So, yeah. Well, I mean, we're over the hour mark, so I'll start to, to, to wrap things up. Mm. But there's two more things I wanted to talk about briefly. And one is, um, after the the um, the Gonzalez fight, you had a fair old gap. Mm. And, and you did the Haymaker stuff, which mm-hmm. was exciting for me because the advert on Dave used one of my songs oh, so sick. it was exciting I wasn't expecting to see it suddenly you're on my TV and it's one of my songs I'm like, this is perfect storm right here so um, but what was the deal there obviously the, the, the boxing it went well mm. it's a good opportunity but it felt to me I mean I spoke to you at some point just during that period and you seemed like you wanted a fight and you wanted to get in mm. so was there a hold up was there yeah, was it up to you or was there other things that you were doing or was there other... No, nah, there's more, more... Like, even now, like, all I want to do is fight. There's always... I, I feel like sometimes... Because in your, like, in, in, in your 30s or whatever else, a two-year yeah. gap, it's, yeah. it's a decent-sized gap. Yeah, know, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Like, it's just... I, I feel like I'm in, in a bit of a annoying situation. I feel like if I was American and, you know, from the States, I'd get more regular fights. But because I'm... They want to hold you off. They want to keep the holding events. me off. And even yeah. with that Holloway fight, imagine you just spoke about. Yeah. They didn't want to give me that fight. I yeah. had to. I begged for that fight. I was like, they're like, yeah, but you know, you got another fight coming up after. We don't want you to get injured. And I'm like, listen, like, I don't get hit. Yeah. Like, no. this is frustrating. Yeah. That you've seen me fight multiple times and still <laughs> are worried about like you're preparing uh, for something that hasn't been. Yeah, a problem that hasn't yet. exactly. So, and it's it's and like. It was annoying that I, I really had to beg for this fight, and they're like, "Oh, are you sure? Can you just wait for you know a few months?" I'm like, "No, because you got. I have to. It's like I have to wait seven, eight months every time to fight just because you want it in England. And you want me to be on the bill, yeah. but yet still don't give me a headline. Yeah, it's weird yeah, that, yeah, don't you yeah, think? Yeah. So I, I find it funny, and again, these are the kind of stuff that I don't complain about because I just want to fight. I'm not yeah. interested in the politics. I've never been interested, and probably probably should be more interested in the politics and and you know push to get my way, but. Uh, you know, I've got a good team now in, in with Paradigm, and they they can they can get. I mean, that that's done. an exciting one because oh, that yeah. is a team who've got a great history of having fighters in the, in the UFC, yeah, yeah. having fighters in, in in wherever, but kind of big fighters and big. Yeah, yeah, and, big and they 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 change the game because it it's all that kind of stuff that I would normally just like ah whatever. Then yeah. like, no no, we'll we'll push for it. We'll get we'll get this. We'll that's get that. Great. Get this, and yeah. that allows me to continue being myself because I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. But at the same time. 
yeah, I want more fights. And now again, as much as it's exciting, it feels like I'm stuck again. Yeah. Because I wanted to fight right away. I've just signed a new, you know, new deal with them. I'm excited to get back to fighting. This tournament's been announced. Oh, great! You get to fight Paul straight away. Oh, that's even better. We don't know when it's going to be because you know they they're for arguing. They want it in America. Yeah. These guys want. It. I was like, if I was American, it'd just be. I'd have had this fight just already. Be on it. Yeah, 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 it'd, it'd have been like everything else. Everyone else has been lined up, matched up, everything. And that's the thing that's annoying because it's only this one that would be helpful in the UK. Exactly. But after that, the rest after of the tournament, they don't care. <laughs> do it in America. America. Do it wherever. That's fine. Exactly. But that's good. Good, good for you as well. But yeah. then in America, it's fine. It's. But yeah, that's a. It's yeah. It, it always seems to be something holding me up specifically. And um, it's it's very frustrating, yeah. like it, like extremely frustrating. And it's and it always it's always something. Uh, it just seems to be like a demographic thing. Like um, it's because I'm from the UK. Yeah. Um, and it is frustrating. And I think you know after this tournament, my aim is to just fight. Like, re- yeah. like regardless of whatever, I'm not interested in their politics of oh yeah, but you'd be better on this. Give me. A, I, I, I'm happy to fight on that show as well. Yeah. But I need one, two, and then I can yeah, fight yeah, there. Yeah. And the reason I actually went into boxing is to give myself more opportunities just to compete. Yeah. I'm more, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I, I can box. I'm not worried about, you know, the ability to, to box. But then even when I started doing that, uh, initially they were like, yeah, but you know, we're worried about, you know, you might get, you know, hit or cussed and, or you might slip or, and I'm like, you guys are driving me crazy. Cause yeah. if you see the way I train in the gym day in, day out, yeah. You you like you'd probably stop me from doing everything like ninety percent of what I'm doing right. in the gym <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're worried about me getting injured, but I wouldn't be able to get better. Yeah. So this this like padding me type thing is it can't work with like, I don't I, I can't do this anymore. I need to as you say, time's kick, ticking on. Like I wanna just get fights out. Yeah. I wanna hit my goals, hit my targets. Yeah. And it just feels like I'm being held back and then I'm watching you know, there's a couple of these, uh, you know, these young up-and-coming American kids. They they fight like every two months. Mm. I'm seeing them back on again and back on again and back yeah. on again. And I'm like, so uh, it, it does feel very biased because they don't have the same opportunities over here yeah. as over there. And even now that they've opened up to the, oh, we're going to have more European shows. They want me specifically in America. Yeah, it's like, it feels like it'd be easier if I was either American or if I was just not as good as I was because yeah. they're like they don't care. The you know where I the the, the what because the, not I'm not pulling people yeah so they don't care they'll be like yeah fight whenever you want yeah and I probably do more make more yeah. and just yeah I'm, I mean I'm 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 hopeful again as we started off talking about timing mm. I'm hopeful that that's all going to change yeah because it's weird timing at the moment mm. we've just had Bellator announced that they're going to be airing live on Channel 5. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a big deal in the yeah, UK. Definitely. The UK MMA fans are used to staying up late. Yeah, the waiting. issue I've had with Bellator is I can't watch it live. Yeah, yeah. I can't watch it live. I would have seen the result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Particularly a fight like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not the same, but that is a big deal. And it's at the same time that the UFC is coming off of Bt Sports yeah, yeah, and yeah. potentially going to some pay-per-view. Yeah, some, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So it's it might, a grey area there. It could be a really good time. And in that case... You fighting at six AM? It's still on TV, yeah, over here. Yeah, that, that's matter. the thing. Yeah. You'll still get that crowd on that audience yeah, who maybe yeah, yeah. would have a missing a UFC because it's not available on their, yeah. on their package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Else. That's so true. That's true. And I'm, I'm an hopefully, one. hopefully it, do, it does do that. And I do believe in Bellator. And that's the only reason why you know I decided to to stay with them. I do believe them. I am a fan of them. I like the way they uh, they allow you to be individual. Um, yeah. uh, where it feels like everyone just kind of packaged in their Reebok yeah, of course. In, on the other side. So. 
I do, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of what, what's going on, but it's just, it does annoy me that they, I don't think they're that good at building people, yeah. uh, individuals. I think they're yeah. good at, they've been amazing at building the brand of Bellator alongside everybody that's underneath that umbrella, sure. but not any individual yeah. that's on there. And I'm, I'm the kind of person that I think you should pay the extra buck to, to promote because of what I'm capable of doing. Yeah. You know, in the cage, but um, we'll see where that goes. I mean, and when they see the reaction of at those live mm. events, that should be a signal to go. 100%. This isn't just a fight of blowing his own yeah. trump. It's yeah. like the crowd are behind him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what is the plan going forward? Again, when I had Rory McDonald on, he just signed for Bellator, and mm. even he's even he said then is like he doesn't see as the, the, the door being closed. To the UFC, he mm. may return at some point, mm. and that isn't any disrespect to Bellator yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. else. It's just that is often it's what it is. Yeah, the the the, the goals. So, what's your thoughts on that? Is 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 the plan to, or would you like to one day that's, see yourself tested in the yeah, UFC yeah, as well? That's the one question that everybody always asks me, no matter what. And it's yeah, you know what? I I get I get why. So it's it's, it's still that kind of big brand. Mm. Um, but you're in a weight class where it's not necessarily the build and end all anymore. Hundred percent. At welterweight, this tournament shows, shows. that Bellator has got <laughs> high level. Yeah. A lot of the UFC welterweights, as much as I love them, are at the end of their runs. Mm. Your Lawlers mm-hmm. and your Condits and yeah, people like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. Lawler is one of my favourites of all yeah, time. Yeah, so I mean, a, no disrespect there yeah, at he's all. A beast, he's but a beast. they're people that are at the end of their run. But and it feels like that. Like if I was to go over there, it'd be, it'd be the same kind of thing. Like you know, I'd be at some of these guys, and then they'll be like. Oh yeah, but he's at the end, and you know, yeah, but he's just got the right timing, and it would be the same thing anyway. Connor has seen it again. I wasn't Mm. shitting on Connor earlier, but the thing that's happened with him is he'll beat Mendes, and be like, oh, it was on short notice though, and then he'll beat Alda. Oh, again, the argument got into his head. He beat him really quickly. (laughs) That's against him. He knocked him out really quickly. It's like, yeah, but he didn't really. what do you yeah. need and to happen here? And that's my and that's my point. So I, I, <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't really matter where. My aim is to be bigger than the brand that I'm on. Wicked, yeah. Um, yeah. And I just need to be out there more. This is why I feel like restricted. I feel like you're slowing down this process of me being bigger than you, you and your show. It doesn't mean I'm going to leave your show. It just means I bring more to it. I bring yeah. more to it. It, it. It just means I get more opportunities for myself outside as well. It also means. I, we can set up a Facebook Live right outside here, do 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 some sparring, and yeah. the numbers are going to be like astronomical. Yeah. That's the aim. That's where yeah, I want to yeah, be. Yeah. And it's not the necessarily the type or the the, the Conor McGregor type, like loud mouth, uh, you know, abrasive. I don't need all no, that. No, but from a business point from of view, he's point definitely view, inspirational. Oh, no, 100%. People can hate on. Uh, 100%. His, the steps again, that he's made. I'm not a fan of some of his actions, mm. but I've got nothing but respect for someone. Who turned around and said the ridiculous? I'm going to be co-promoting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. He that changed never the game. Happen. He changed and then the he game. did it with, with Mayweather, yeah. with Zufa, with all he, this. He's changed the game and he's doing very well. Obviously, bring out his new uh, brand of beer and his, yeah. his, his security company and he's he's doing he's, he's doing stuff. And again, yeah, yeah it is it, that's the kind of stuff I'm saying. Where aside of I'm still going to be making waves yeah. and doing what I'm doing. There's a, there's a lot I've got 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 happening, but it's, things like this help. Yeah. It just it adds a little bit more of a spotlight to draw people in and you yeah. know, direct them to, you know, your merchandising. You got I got my restaurant coming. I got this. Like, there's multiple things happening. Yeah, and that's what I want to be able to do. And to be clear on that, if anyone is hearing that and making it or feeling as if it sounds greedy or distracted, 
fighting as a young man's sport, mm-hmm. you've only got a certain amount of years in it. The key should be using your time and your exposure while you've got the spotlight to, to set your, your, your future up. Yeah, so let's yeah, yeah. let's talk, let's round things up by briefly talking about mm. your, your restaurant. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah, so I open, um, or I'm opening a Caribbean restaurant Amazing. in um, Portobello Road. Now this. Uh, it's a, it's a location that is mainly known... Well, Port Bella Road itself is quite a historical yeah. road anyway in, yeah, the, in yeah. the UK, but it's known for its Notting Hill Carnival. Yeah. And um, it's funny because as much as Carnival passes right through there, there is no Caribbean restaurant on that road. Right. <laughs> and it's crazy. You don't have a representation of, you and know... And it's, it's, it's an area that's it's really independent. Yeah, it's not 100%. chain stores, all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You'd think that would be think the it kind would. of place that would thrive. Exactly, exactly. So for us, that is, we're, we're going to be doing a lot with the community as well. So I'm doing a lot of uh, training for young chefs. Um, and yeah, we're, we're just, it's, it's, it's a spot that's not only just for good food, but to actually just give back. So one, once a week, uh, I think we decided on the Monday, once a week, we're actually going to be, um, it's, the shop itself it will be closed. And we'll be running specific events, like the training events or this and that kind of yeah. stuff uh, on that day. Um, we're doing art galleries and this and that kind of stuff. And loads of stuff that's going on there. So it's, it's been a lot of work, but at the same time, while I haven't been given work, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it allows me to you know, be distracted a little bit. Um, I'm still in here training all the time, so it doesn't I stop me it. from progressing over here, but... It's perfect, um, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this one. It's oh, been exciting. When I I'd, ki- I'd kill a mic on, he, he really he blew my mind of saying that you can be a conscious MC or whatever without having to be wearing hemp trousers and and, and wearing a peace sign. He's like, mm. you can still be a baller and a jeep. You yeah. can do it in your community. Yeah, and he's yeah. opened like he's got four or five barbershops now oh, in Atlanta, sick, sick. and he's got he, again. He was like. I get all my merch made yeah, yeah, locally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I use yeah, local yeah. businesses for everything. So it's going, I'm still chasing that dream yeah, of being yeah. a multi-millionaire, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of having all these cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. But those cars are getting souped up in my local yeah, garages, yeah, in my yeah, local yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, and all that. And again, his barbershops are an amazing thing. He's got a load. And it's exactly that. It's a community place. 100%. It's somewhere to, for the kids to go and, and not be getting in trouble. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, be yeah. positive, but not be a, a youth centre with some nerdy middle-aged man exactly. telling you to play chess with him or whatever you know it's, like, it's, it's, and, and it's exactly that and I can be I can be very inspirational to a lot of these the, you know the, the youths that are on the road there they all know me when I go around there like, oh yeah, yeah and they respect what the, the craft that I'm doing exactly. so then when they see me doing other stuff like this they're like okay it's not just about uh, just being an athlete you actually you know you can expand yeah, it yeah, yeah. and then I can give them the opportunity to come in like get what you got some of these guys that they like they like cooking they're like okay so what are you looking to do with that yeah, I'll cook at my house. Okay, let's let's try this then. You know, as I expand, I'm going to use one of you kids to go into the next restaurant, next yeah, restaurant, yeah, next yeah. restaurant, and you guys are going to be helping me grow as well. I love it. And we help each yeah. other. So there's multiple, like, like I said, multiple things that we're going to be doing there with it. But I agree exactly what you're saying is giving back to the community and even like where we're sourcing all our meats and our meats and stuff from is from the good guys and look at all the people the whole of Portobello Road is our food source yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean you can get so much of what, everything yeah, you of need course. there just from the Portobello Road itself the markets yeah. the this and that the meats the, everything so it's, it's going to be amazing I love it. for those that keep asking it is going to be halal meat <laughs> amazing and uh, yeah it's going to be good good food so I'm just waiting we should be fully operational in the next couple of weeks but then the big launch at the end of the month so so where can people keep up to date with everything that you're doing online and therefore 
everything for now just uh, announcements everything else for now just follow just follow my page it's um, at Michael Venom page on Instagram Michael page 247 on Twitter and for now that's all you really need you can follow me on Facebook as well Michael Venom page but yeah just all the Instagram is, that's, that's where I'm probably mainly at yeah uh, like I said I'm a bit slow with it but I'll give you some updates on, what, on what's happening but um, like especially when the shot comes I'm going to be a bit more active yeah. once it's up and running I'm just in the back, background just not just focusing on getting the logistics yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. of opening the shop done and uh, once it's open you're going to you're going to hear me shouting and raving about it well Instagram is key for food places oh, man. Yeah, it's stuff particularly again particularly small independents have blown up in Brixton yes. and all these other yes, areas yes, because yes. they've had these dope Instagram pages mm-hmm. that the food looks good, the vibe looks good, exactly. and that it makes exactly. people. It becomes a destination, you know? and that's what you want, that's what I want it to be. It's gonna be it's gonna be a vibe. Like we've got a bar in there as well, so yeah. even in the evenings we're gonna you know close the shop down just to have the, the just the bar running. People can come and chill, yeah, relax, yeah, yeah. get a drink. Good music's gonna be playing in there as well. Um, it's gonna be a, it's, it's gonna oh, my my aim is for that to be a historical spot full stop in London so if you hear Caribbean everyone's going to be like ah you need to go to Portobello Shack like yeah. you know you know, um, MVP's got a spot down there it's really good da, 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 da. Um, and I just want that to be the you know one of the first things that comes to your mind and it will be so once we once we get it going it will be we're going to get a lot we've got a lot of support there's a lot of people helping and it's, it's authentic but for those who like understand authentic Caribbean service, it won't be that. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Authentic Caribbean food, it's yes, but it's going right? to be a, a lot more welcoming. <laughs> it's going to be good service. Everyone in there with a smile. So I'll definitely come down. I love it. Well, thank you very much, man. And I look forward to fight announcements and, yes. and some good food me down too. the line. Me too. <laughs> There we go. That was MVP Michael Venom Page. Um, we talked at the end about the launch of his the Portobello Shack. Um, I didn't make it along annoyingly. The BBC thing I mentioned in the intro actually. Um, I had to go and, f- and film that. But get along to the Portobello sh- sh- Shack. It's it's now open and up and running. Two seven two Portobello Road in London. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. I think he's an amazing dude. I think he's he's really interesting. I mentioned at the start of the podcast my love of the Jack Slack, uh, the Fight's Gone By podcast. And when there's been a few times that Jack has, has, has ranted a bit against MVP, and I tweeted him about it saying my two big conflicts, or my big conflicts in life is my love of MVP and my love of the Fight's Gone By podcast because Jack isn't always a fan of MVP. But Jack kind of said, even said then, that with this this welterweight tournament, you know, J- J- Jack's potentially going to have to s- stop complaining soon because Jack's argument has always been that that Michael is taking a very slow route and and you know slow developments rather than fighting the best of the best. The best of the best are in this tournament. And there's there's no argument. Obviously, you will have heard in the podcast what Michael thinks about that kind of outlook. But even those who have that outlook, you'll be able to see that he's got um yeah. He's got to put up or shut up, and I think he's going to put his fists up a lot of people's faces um, and his elbows and his knees. So, yeah, there's no announcement yet still on when 
Michael, I was hoping we were kind of as we were holding off on this podcast. There was a lot of hope that this uh, that we'd have the date for him v Paul Daly, but we don't. But um, I'm sure it'll be soon in the new year, and then I reckon it's just going to be off to the races. As you could hear, he's been eager to fight regularly for a long time. So I think as soon as we get a London date, hopefully for him and my, and 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 Paul to fight in London. I think after that, providing things go the way MVP plans, I think he'll be after this, the next round as soon as possible. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. I'll be back next week. I've got through the whole episode without mentioning patreon.com slash Pip. Oh, no, I haven't. There it is. Um, yeah, head over there if you want to be, be letting on a lot of secrets. I Basically, I let secrets out there. So the people over at Patreon, know all the guests now until the end of the year. And you can too. Um, and they know a few different things that I'm releasing or doing the rest of the year. They had a heads up on some tickets for a thing I, that I'm doing tomorrow, actually, which is sold out now, I think. Uh, the live um, Professor Green podcast um, in association with Calm. So, so yeah, they got a heads up on tickets for that. They got their heads up on the the Riker collaboration, things like that. Anyway, it's all over there if you want it. Next week, I'm talking to John Cooper Clark. Yeah, I know. See you later. <laughs>